Shalom to all. Today's office is Yerushalmi Pe'adaf Samach Beis. We are starting Samach Alfa Beis, about three lines up from the bottom with the word Dalma. And in the Vilna Sur Sadaf, it's a few lines into Lamad Gimel Lamad Aleph. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basib, Yaakov, Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And today's Gemara is going to be talking about the wonderful fruits of Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara tells us Dalma, we have a story. Rebbe Vov, Rebbe Yesi Ben Chanina, Rebbe Shemin Ben Lakish, Avril Karim Dairon. They passed by the vineyard of this fellow named Doron, Apiklan Arisa, Chad Parsika. The Aris that was working there brought them out a Parsika, which is a peach. Like an afar sake. Achlon inun vechamrehain, them and their donkey drivers ate from this peach. Samach bezem on alpha on top, ve'aisrun, and they had leftover. Visharuna, and they estimated how much was left over this peach. Kahadein lefisa de kvarchananya, like this pot that they make in kvarchananya, machzik saw shal adashim, that holds a whole saw of lentils, which means that this peach was an absolutely enormous peach. Now, Basar Yamin, after some time, Avram Taman, they passed by there again. Apikloin, this fellow brought out for them, trey talas lagav yade, two or three peaches that one can hold in the hand. Obviously, very small peaches. Amrulay, they told him, we want half from that tree, one of those massive peaches that you gave us a while back. Amrulay, he told them, this is from that tree. And they said about this, meaning they said about the orchard, Eretz pre lecha meiras yashveba. Eretz pre means a fruitful land. Balim lecha was turned into a salty waste. Why is that meiras yashveba? Because of the evil of its inhabitants. The reason why the land stopped producing such enormous fruits is because of the sins of the people that live in it. And Aruch Hanini tells us, Katzalkas lahacha. When I came up to here at Eretz Yisrael, nesibas ezari, I took my belt veezari debris and the belt of my son veezari dechamare and the belt of my donkey driver and I connected them all together. Makfa kiras decharuvase dar de Yisrael. I tried to use all these belts that were connected together. To to surround a carob tree in Eretz Yisrael, and it didn't reach. This carob tree was so enormous, even all these belts that were connected didn't reach around the trunk of the tree. And Katz's Chad Charov, I cut off a carob when God Melayudai Dvash, and my entire hand filled with honey, meaning the juice of the carob just oozed out. And Amar Biachan Biachan says, Yafes Sifsav Shachal Nebialdusenu, the Sifsav, which is the inferior fruits that we used to eat back when we were young, those are much better, Mifarskin Shachal Nebiziknusenu, than the peaches that we ate in our older age. Because by now the world has changed already. And Amr Chibrabi tells us, saw Arbalis, a saw of Arbalis type of grain. This is from an area called Arbel, which is near Tiveria. It used to produce the following saw soiles, a saw of the most fine flour, saw kemach, a saw of regular flour, saw kibar, a saw of coarse flour, saw subin, a saw of bran, saw mursan, a saw of coarse bran, and saw ganinin, a saw of straw. So one saw used to produce six different saw. But nowadays, even one won't produce one. Cinnamon was food for goats, and they would grow it in Eretz Yisrael. Cinnamon used to grow in such a Abundance in Eretz Yisrael that there was enough even for the goats to eat, so therefore they'd raise it as a crop for the goats to eat. And Rav Chana says, "B'shem Rav Avin, Shnei Tamidin Hayu Makriven B'chal Yaim." The two carbon tamids that were brought every single day, even though they were small lambs, Hayu Markiven Oisan Al Gabe Gamal, they would have to be placed on top of a camel for a glen Nagas Ba'aretz, and still their feet used to touch the ground. They were so large. And more, Rav Chana says, "B'shem Rav Idi." Maya said there was a story Be'echad Shakasher Ezel Ta'ena with a fellow who tied a goat to a fig tree. Uba Matzad Vash Rechal Muravin. He came and he found honey and milk mixed together. Honey is the juice that oozed out of the figs. The milk came out of the goat's udders, and they mixed together, and that's a key of the pasuk is zavas chalvudvash. It's a land flowing with milk and honey. And another story, Rebbe Amr the Rebbe Priri. Rebbe told Rebbe Priri, Lasat chamili hahi segula degai karmach. 
Aren't you going to show me that cluster of grapes? That's what a segula is, a cluster of grapes. Aren't you going to show me that massive one that you have in your vineyard? So Amalei told him, in, yes. So Nafik by Mechamulei, he brought him out and wanted to show it to him. But Adurachik, while they were still far away, Tzafabe came in tar. He looked inside the vineyard and it looked like there was an ox there. Amalei, he told him, Lesadein Turim Mechabal Karma, isn't that ox over there going to destroy your vineyard? Amalei, he told Rebbe, Hadein Tura Da'at Savar, who's segula? That thing which you think is an ox, that's my cluster of grapes. It's a massive cluster of grapes that looks like an ox. So Rebbe said the following about the vineyard. This is a quote of a pasuk in Shir Hashirim. Literally, it means that while the king was at his banquet, my perfume gave off its fragrance. But what he means to say is when a Baruch was in Yerushalayim, in the base of Mikdash, so then the land could give off its fruits. However, base Mikdash Harav, the base of Mikdash is destroyed. And you're still being stubborn? This is Rebbe talking to the land, saying, How could you be stubborn and continue to produce such great fruits when the Shekhin is in Galas? So, Miyad right away, they looked for it and they couldn't find it meaning right away this massive cluster of grapes rotted or disintegrated and they weren't able to find it. And another story with Rebbe, Aisun Kumai trained Puglin Mibain Reishasa Litsuma Rabba. They brought him two radishes between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Vahava Fuke Shmitza, this was the year right after Shemitah. Vahava behind to Une de Gamla and these radishes were so large that it was a full load for a camel. So Amarlein Rebbe told him, Vales Asir, Vlav Svichin Inon, aren't these Asir? They're Svichin. Svichin literally means aftergrowth and these are certain vegetables that can grow on their own. We're not going to get into the dinner of Svichin now, but the bottom line is that Svichin are Asr on Shemitah. So he figured that these radishes are so large, it must be that they came from Shemitah, because this is right after Shemitah. It was literally a few days after Shemitah ended, so these radishes are Svichin and they're Asr. Amalei told him, I planted them right after Rosh Hashanah, meaning they grew to their massive size only in a few days. And by Sasha at that time, hit the Rebbe Lika Cherak Miyad, Rebbe permitted buying vegetables on Maitzah Shemitah right away, because he sees that the vegetables can grow right away, right after Shemitah, and you don't have to suspect that they're actually from Shemitah. And Sakh Pais on Beis on top, we continue talking about this. Bone Kumai, they asked in front of Rebbe, Mahodain the Chsev, what's Pshat in the following Pasuk? Literally, this means the seeds have rotted underneath their shovels. And this is referring to something that Yala Navi said, that the land is not going to produce anything. So Amalani told them, the word tachas over here doesn't mean underneath. Really means in place of, instead of. Tachas shehayinu garf and vash, instead of us shoveling honey, meaning instead of us shoveling and dealing with these fruits that are dripping with juice, hare anu garf and rakvuvis, we're shoveling decayed vegetable dust, meaning the land is not producing nearly as well as it used to. And more about the wonderful fruits of Eretz Yisrael. There was a fellow who had a whole row of fig trees, and he came and he saw a whole fence of honey surrounding them. The figs were so succulent, juice stripped out of them, and some sort of wall of honey formed around these trees. And another story, there was a fellow who planted a field of turnip, and he would cut and sell. According to some, this means that they grew so quickly that by the time he finished planting them, he was already able to cut them out of the ground or pick them out of the ground and sell them. According to others, these lefes grew so massive that he wasn't even able to sell one in a shot because they were too big. So we'd have to cut a slice off of it and sell that slice. There was a story that a fox came and made his den in the top of a turnip. This turnip was so massive, even just the top of it had enough room for a fox's den. And there was a story in Shechin. There was one stalk of mustard growing. It had three separate sheaves coming out of it. One of them broke off. It was so large. 
was able to roof a potter's hut. And in that one little branch, there was three kav of chardol. And our Shem Ben Chalafta, Shem says, I had a stalk of mustard growing inside my property, and I would climb up it like one climbs to the top of a fig tree. It was so big. There was a story with a fellow, that he planted one saw of beans, and it produced 300 saw. Armelon, they told him, this is incredible. Hashem has begun to bless you. Armelon, he told them, go away. The only reason why I produce so little is that's because bad dew fell on it. But if that wouldn't have happened, it would have produced double. And Arashem Chalafta, Havamai said there's a story, Sha'amar Rabbi Huda Lubnai Basichnin, Rabbi Huda told his son in Sichnin, Alev Havi Lanu Gregaris Menachavis, please go up to the attic and bring us some dried figs. Allah, he went up, Vahashit Yadai, he stuck his hand into the barrel, Umatashal Dvash, he found there was a barrel of honey, it wasn't dried figs. Amrullah, he told his father, Abba, Shaldvashi, it's a barrel of honey, there's no dried figs there. Amrullah, he told him, No, Hashka Yadecha, stick your hand really deep in, Vatmal Gregaris, and you're going to bring up dried figs. We see that we're talking about just regular dried figs, but still they had so much juice that Imamish filled the entire barrel full of honey. Rabbi told his son in Tzipayri, Go bring us dried figs from the attic. Allah, he went up. He saw the entire attic was full of honey. And he also had other type of inferior honey. Some say this is wasp honey. Others say it's fruit honey. But it's an inferior type of honey. Now we have to add in the following to the Girsa. Chadzman one time, Aton Lagabe Chamare, donkey drivers came to him and they wanted to buy honey. Mila Yada inadvertently, Zavin Lay Dvashit Salyon, he sold him this inferior honey. Now Basar Yaibin, Avrun Taman, a bit of time later, they passed by there again, meaning these merchants came back. So Amr Lion, Rav Chananya told them, Loy Matay Lachain, I don't want to trick you. Havan Yadin Ahu Dovsha Diavis Lachain Ditsalyon Yanun. You should know that that honey that I sold you, it was this inferior type of honey. I didn't intend to sell it to you. I want to give you your money back. So Amr they told him, We want that type of honey because it was good for our work. Meaning you're telling us you sold us inferior honey. That was fantastic honey. It's okay. We don't need our money back. However, he didn't want to profit from such a sale. So for Ifrish to me say he separated its value, meaning the profit that he gained from that sale, he put it to the side, and he donated it towards the building of a base magician Sipairi. Another story, Rabbi Shemin went to a certain place. They brought this very well-cooked cabbage to him. He told them, You put a little bit too much honey in it. It's extremely sweet. He didn't have to put in so much honey to it to sweeten it. I mean, they told him, We didn't put anything in it. This is just a plain old cabbage itself. It happens to be extremely sweet. It's such a wonderful cabbage that's extremely sweet on its own, but we didn't put anything in it. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a brand new halacha. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.